Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts. Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band. Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song. We talk about our memories and artist histories. At the end, we will have all music Music ranked. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I have on with me Eric, the music mathematician, for another edition of Music Ranked. Eric, who who are we talking about today? Well, Todd, we just finished up with Tool. That was a very nice little um, break in the action. And we are going from a very eclectic kind of uh, different sounds from Tool. We are moving to Phil Collins, which has its own <laughs> type of sound, which I can't quite classify yet. And, I, you know, I've, I've been searching for the perfect word or the perfect genre, but nonetheless, we will talk about Phil Collins and his collective albums uh, during the next course of, let's say, 30 minutes. Sure. We, we can pretend that it's accurate. I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> and so just, just so we're clear out the gate for, for the listeners here, we are discussing Phil Collins as a solo artist and not dipping into his, his work with Genesis, etc. correct? Correct. I, I would love to say that I know enough about Phil Collins in Genesis or Genesis as a whole, but I haven't got there yet. Uh, right. not, I, Genesis I don't think is I on the have... list, though, right? That's coming. Uh, you know, that's a great question. I assume they are because I know of Genesis, and of course we said we weren't going to talk about Genesis, but let's lie. Um, <laughs> I know Gen- Genesis from the Land of Confusion video, that was right. pretty popular in the 80s, right. uh, and I watched a lot of those, like, make it, not making of, the greatest, like, greatest music video countdown on MTV right. or right. whatever, and it was always ranked really high. So that's how I know of Genesis, and I know of a couple other songs, and then, of course, I know Peter Gabriel from them same videos. So right. we will definitely talk Genesis. Genesis is actually ranked 100. So, oh, so that's way, that's for that's way down the list. So we'll get okay. there, but it's going to be a hot minute. Yes, we will both be gray probably by the time, unless we pick up the pace, which we will not. So <laughs> bear with us, guys. We will get Genesis in time. And, you know, just from looking, you know, looking at my list, like, let's face it, there's going to be lots of changes because I could tell you right now that I have a good feeling things like Genesis and some of these bands will move up. Uh, yeah. Just like, you know, just like Phil Collins, in, in a sense, um, originally ranked on my list a little lower than he ended up today. He, yeah. you know, which is a surpriser. He was he was 11th, obviously. This is the one the 11th person that I've actually ranked um, in our collective series. He's actually, right. I believe, 12 because of the the tool interlude. Right. Right. But so Phil Collins, essentially, since we talked about call or uh, Genesis, he was what their their drummer. Are you familiar with the the band? Uh, at a, at a high level, he started with Genesis as their drummer. When Peter Gabriel dipped out of Genesis, he took over lead vocals. And, you know, again, don't want to go too Genesis-y here, but they, they had some some lineup changes, but ended up being a three-person unit with, with Phil Collins being sort of the front man um, and gaining popularity, which then, you know, spurred his solo career, which is what we're actually here to talk about today. And I, I will not talk about Genesis anymore. Well, you I might feel like to, I've thrown us off the swerve. <laughs> no, no, I think, well, you know, I think it matters because what happened was he came straight out the gu- straight out the gate with a fantastic album, tons of hits, great sound. And I don't think that just was an accident. I think it was, you know, he, he, he was geared for that, you know, where some people might be, you know, signed to a record 
and they, you know, they have promise, but they have to work out their kinks with some of the early albums. And you see that right. quite frequently, in, at least from what I've noticed, when you're ranking groups from the 60s, you'll hear some really god-awful albums <laughs> in the very beginning. And you're like, well, yeah, they were just trying to find their sound. You know, I would say right. something like Pink Floyd for me. I'm like, well, those weren't great. Or even early Beatles tracks. And I mean, I know the Beatles are a little bit of the enigma. But right. even some of their early albums were uh, not not my not the greatest for me, you know. Right, right, um, right. So, but Phil Collins came out with out the bang with, with uh, his album called Face Value, and it's probably the most prominent or uh, most known album yeah. out there. It, yeah. You know, and I would say it's the one with his face on the cover, but that would help you <laughs> zero. No, no, I think they're they're all they're all all of his albums. I think with maybe the exception of one, are pretty tight shots. Of his mug. Yeah. You, you know, you can almost use it like a flip book to watch Phil Collins age is the impression that I get. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you didn't know about the controversy of the album covers over yeah. oh, maybe what? Uh, geez, maybe five, ten years ago. So oh. I'm not exactly sure if he came out with like a box set. He decided to reshoot all of the covers with his old face. So he's oh. aged. So when you go online, and this is typically what I do, is I try to get my iTunes nice and clean, you know, try to get the best right. quality pictures and stuff. Because, you know, some of these uh, albums were ripped from CDs years ago, you know, and that, that right. just kind right. of stayed on the computer. Back in the day, you didn't have necessarily a way to extract the quality iTunes covers with that, you know, with the actual thing. So I go online and right. I try to find the best album covers. And for all those out there that like to do this thing, it's a 600 by 600. That's what Apple suggests for okay. their Apple Music. And I went through and I was finding two or three different versions of these album covers and one they would be the exact same thing except for one was, you know, a 70-year-old man or a 60-year-old man and the other one was, you know, all right, 40-year-old man. So right. they went back and recreated and then re-released all of that on a digital platform. So you'll see two album covers and and from the, huh. the general small forums that people were like, no, we want the originals. Why would you do that? And I'm like, why do you care? Just, you know, <laughs> it's not like it's a digital file, a digital picture. Pick the one you like or don't. So, yes, he is on almost every single one. The only album where he's not necessarily up right up in your grill is one where he's dancing. So his face is still there. OK. Uh, oh, and then later years, it's actually a picture of him as a youth. So, right. We right. can discuss all that. In time, Todd, what is, uh, I guess, when were you introduced, besides Genesis, uh, when were you introduced to Phil Collins? And I guess, what is your general feelings for the man? Um, it gets a little hazy because, you know, like you said, he's, he started off with Genesis and like the Genesis that I know and remember has always had Phil Collins. Like I know that, that Peter Gabriel started that unit back in the day, but they didn't really get into popularity, at least in my my perceptions until the 80s and by that point phil collins was the man and so i often have a hard time differentiating between the two like there are certain songs like you know invisible touch okay i know that's genesis okay you know in the air tonight i know that's phil collins like the the iconic ones i can keep straight but if you just made a playlist of all the phil collins era genesis and the phil collins solo stuff and put it on shuffle i would probably have a hard time telling you which was which so it all gets a little conflated in my brain as to what I heard first and where I was and all that stuff. The earliest memory that I have 
of there being a distinction and knowing for a fact, oh, this is Phil Collins as opposed to Genesis. I want to say either eighth or ninth grade. I was hanging out at my friend Mike's house up in his room, probably, you know, reading through D&D manuals, if we're all being real honest. And he had he had a tape player we'd have going. And it seemed to alternate between Weird Al and he had a Phil Collins tape. I want to say it was um, No Jacket Required that he'd have playing. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say that is probably the first time I knowingly <laughs> listened to Phil Collins and knew that it was Phil Collins and not a, a Genesis number. Um, and I have, I have fond memories of that. I, I remember remember enjoying that. Other than that, like 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 I said, the radio hits that came around. I have memories of those those coming coming across the airwaves and enjoying those. Mainly, probably in the eighties. Uh, you know, when I was listening to the radio a lot, and before we had the kind of digital access we do now. It wasn't until fairly recently that I actually acquired for my own regular consumption any Phil Collins. So that's 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 probably where the memory lane goes for me in regards to uh, to Mr. Collins. Yeah, it seems like he would have a lot of radio play in mid '80s. Yeah, yeah, because he was hitting out a lot of those. Like, I mean, you're talking about No Jacket Required. That is the '80s sound <laughs> that, like, you can. So I re-listened to it yesterday. So this is fresh. This is fresh okay. off the brain. I went through and re-listened to. I basically took my entire day. Said, "All right, let's listen to all the albums again," because I knew we were going to be discussing. So this is some prep work, guys. All right. So everybody out there listening, I did some prep work after doing the initial prep work. So I re-listened, Ooh. and No Jacker Required is 80s pop to a T. Like, songs okay. like Susudio and Take Me Home, and there's uh, several others. Most of them aren't, like, necessarily greatest hits, but when you listen to it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is definitely uh, in the 80s. Don't Lose My Number, if you're familiar with that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so oh, the, yeah. you know, where his original, I think what made Phil Collins kind of special and and I don't know why I became a Phil Collins fan. I really I I absolutely believe it had to do with some type of inside joke. <laughs> like <laughs> like I really do. It, out it was in high school. I started liking Phil Collins and make it you know. And this is like he's ma- by this point in time, he's making Tarzan and Brother Bear soundtracks. When when I was in high school and he was putting stuff out, it was like sort of in his heyday of pop goodness. When you were in high school, that was ten years later. Like that is a different era of stuff. Did you well, get into I, the Tarzan soundtrack, or did you you you, no, you start off no. back in back in time? No, I was not in my Disney phase yet. So like I was I was aware of Tarzan and Brother Bear, but I was not aware of you know the movies and like watching them or caring about who was making what. You know, at right. that point in time, I was 16, 17. I did not care about that stuff. Yet, uh, Phil Collins came out, and I do believe it might have something to do with Eminem, the rapper, and the song okay. Stan. Because mm, they okay. reference they reference In There, In The Air Tonight. Right. Um, which, if you listen to In The Air Tonight, then you automatically should have either respect or like Phil Collins. Because right. that is the ultimate song, and this will be my spoiler. This is my favorite song of Phil Collins. You know, like there's, it wasn't even really that close. In the Air Tonight is a yeah. fantastic tale slash just epic song that you know has a little bit of everything uh, for me. So that's why, and I'm guessing maybe I heard that and I said, oh, this Phil Collins guy. Not to mention, <laughs> I also really liked new wave or 80s music in high school. Yeah, like I discovered yeah. it. So, like I said, No Jack Required, very 80s album. So probably oh, yeah. it all came together there 
Uh, and and it might have just sounded funny to like Phil Collins because he does not look like your typical like most people in my in my um, high school were into uh, 50 Cent, 50 Cent, whatever, you know, right. like they were into that. That was the rap and, and Eminem and so forth. So if I came around saying, yeah, I like Journey and I like Phil Collins. And then you see a picture of Phil Collins with his little golfer cap balding and, right. and looking, you know, <laughs> looking very English white man. Right. Yeah, I'm very counterculture in the, in the the most punk way in of that time. You know, right. for especially for the area. No, I, I absolutely. So get that. so yeah. that probably and then at that point in time it was just like yeah I probably only heard maybe ten of his songs but I was already dug in deep and I said I'm a Phil Collins fan and <laughs> I don't know if that warps your like for a, the genre or the sound I, I imagine if he was really awful I would have probably gave it up but it turns out that I really do kind of dig his his right. his stuff you know yeah and the early the early albums are really good because he brings a lot to it there's you know there's trumpets there's horns you hear tambor- t- tambourines you hear drum solos you hear a little bit of um you know uh, I, I probably some synthesizer in there like he he mixes oh, yeah. a lot together which proves he is a very talented composer and oh, yeah. and also his songs are good and it, you know and it gets a little hazy at points in time but overall uh, i became a Phil Collins fan and after listening through everything he, he you know the the scores signify and show yes Eric you truly are a fan not just from a joke that you made you know in high school <laughs> right so let's take a break and then we'll come back we'll talk about maybe some of their best songs uh, some of the albums uh, some more memories and everything else Phil Collins when buying clothes you have choices can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com no personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, and we are back. Todd, I, I just told you how I kind of became a fan of Phil Collins. Um, I, I guess, are there any iconic albums or songs that kind of got you said, oh, you know, take notice? I mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and piggyback and... and... I, I guess this is the correct time to do it. So it's not spoiling like what you did, but I'm going to have to double down on the, you know, in the air tonight is, is definitely my top pick. It's haunting. And I, I don't know if moving is the right word, but it, it definitely has an impact. Um, yeah. Yeah. When, when, when that comes on and, you know, I was looking in my iTunes yesterday and it is definitely that, that is, that is a five-star track for me. There, there were only a couple and then a few, few fours, and we'll get into the deep dives perhaps a little later on. But but in the air tonight is definitely the the jam. And let me let me ask you this because I know that this is a thing for me always has been, and I've come to find out that this is also a thing for for Abby and the rest of the family. You're listening to in the air tonight. You know it's 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 somber and and, and borderline creepy, and you know yeah. it's 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 got that ominous sound to it, and then it gets to the point to where the drums kick in. And you, you've got that that iconic drum solo intro beat thing going mm-hmm. on. No matter where I am 
in what I'm doing, if that comes on, I must slap my hands on things to that beat or, or, or just, I, I can't not like if I'm driving, I'm like hammering all over the steering wheel and whatever. Is that oh, just absolutely. me or do you also no. do that? No, that's just a Talk thing. To... Everybody does. Like you can't um, listen to in the air tonight and not do that. And I, I, I hesitate, but I do think it's true that this is an iconic moment in some type of film as well. That, that moment where, like, I think it is true that everyone has to pretend to play drums when it goes boom, 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 you know, like. Oh, it, yeah, it's just, like you have to. <laughs> yeah, so you're not, if you're not a human or you're not breathing or you don't, you can't <laughs> hear properly if you don't, you know, I think it is just a natural, you know, it's like blinking. <laughs> right. You know, you have right. to do that. Correct. Right. You are, you're absolutely correct. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, and I'm sure. There, it, for those listening that know the movie, there is definitely a movie that does that and makes reference to that, you know, like when that hits, it, you know, it makes me think it might be like something like The Hangover or something like that, but I don't remember. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And, and for all of you who are currently yelling at your phones, channel that energy into tweeting at us so that we yes. will know the answer because we yes. can't actually hear you yelling at your phones. You're right. Tweet, tweeting right. at us will actually give us give us that. And I'll tell you what, first person to tweet it to us, we will give you a shout out in a future episode. Oh, give, give man, you a little good. incentive. That that's good stuff there, guys. Uh, yeah. So while you're on your phone there, and if you if, you know this will, you can also head over because uh, I found some podcasts as as I do that talk about uh, good old Phil Collins. Guess what? Our favorite, our favorite podcast, your favorite band sucks. Also does an entire episode <laughs> on Phil Collins. So if you want, nice. if you want to hear why Phil Collins sucks, um, always listen to those. That was, I remember that being an enjoyable <laughs> one. Um, it's tough because you know they they rip on him hard. The other one that was a new discovery. So Phil Collins is a drummer. So obviously there's a little bias in my back, the back of my brain. I have a thing for drummers. Uh, right. I respect drummers uh, more so than the next guy. So there's actually a podcast called The Trap Set, which is <laughs> it's a drumming podcast, guys. So this was the oh. first time I've actually um, un, un, you know, discovered a uh, this podcast and listened to Phil talk with another drummer. And, you know, they, you know, they have more drum conversation than normal. So if you're a drummer out there and you're listening to this because Phil Collins was a drummer, uh, here's another podcast to listen to uh, nice. for drumming. So. Todd, did you know Phil Collins actually was a uh, an actor and he was the lead in a in a movie in 1988? <sighs> Buster, I think. Yeah. I Have feel, you ever seen I Buster? Feel, I feel like I started to back in the day and realize in 88 I would have been uh, 11. Um, no, 13. Yeah, 13. <laughs> so. Yes. It, you know, I remember seeing part of it and being like, oh, it's Phil Collins. And then being like, oh, it's Phil Collins. Okay. Like, I don't remember anything about it. I'm not sure that I even finished it. Um, no. Yeah, did, I didn't watch did, it. I decided not to. Um, did you, you know that Phil Collins, as a child actor, was in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? No, 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 yes. I did not what scene and where? Because I, I know uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang well. He's, it's been forever since I've seen it. He's, he's one of the children. Not like one of the main – like he's like an extra. No, but, of course. But, but, but like the, there, there's some part where the uh, – oh, the bad guy, the, the, the kitty catcher. Yes. Like the, his, yeah. his lair or whatever where all the kids are. He's in that. Sub, sub trivia item for you, not related to Phil Collins. Do you know who wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Um, no, I do not. Ian I, I know Fleming. who wrote the song. Who's Ian the Fleming? Same guy, 
he's the guy who wrote all the Bond books. James <laughs> okay. Bond. So 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 you can you can do you can do a a a very weird wonky line from James Bond through Chitty Chitty Bang Bang to Phil Collins. Oh my! This is this has been your meaningless trivia for the day. Oh, you're welcome. That is great. That's fantastic. I'm all for it. Um, you, you know, which is which is next level. So if he was in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, he was probably inspired by great Disney musical um, numbers because the Sherman brothers were the ones that wrote the soundtrack for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. The Shermans are also known as the most popular, probably the popular. Uh, they wrote Mary Poppins and many, many songs um, in the early oh, okay. Walt Disney days. Uh, nice. And of course, of course. That would lead to our lovely Tarzan and Brother Bear movies uh, that uh, Phil Collins. So what what a wonderful circle it is all made all because of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's right. It's, That's, it's a classic. Everyone should enjoy it. It's, it's no, I, I, I do enjoy Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. If you wanted to actually see Phil, I found a cool YouTube. Uh, it was in the 1990s, and I think it was promoting one of his concert series. Uh, but it's called Seriously dot 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 Phil Collins. Right. right. You can find that on YouTube. And it is just like um, it's very 90s. Like it was almost like a special. Like they did a special, and Weird Al shows up on it really early on, oh. which was fun. So there's oh. a cameo for Weird Al, and it's basically like pop stars and movie stars from the 90s, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, right. And they they walk and waltz around. I'm not saying it's great television, but it's television. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but you know. In truth, if I'm going to recommend anything to watch, I, I enjoyed this. This was the first one and probably the most iconic of this classic album series. And Todd, right. I, I know you're not much of a TV watcher, but there's a channel called Access, A-X-S, um, out okay. there. Okay. And if you, if you enjoy our conversations about music and about these artists, Access actually is – I mean that would be our key demographic because they have shows called Rock Legends. And I have it set up on DVR, and I think I have 140 of them sitting there right now. <laughs> they, they, I mean, they do series on <laughs> – they do half-an-hour shows on pretty much rock legends. And they're good. All right. I mean, they're not very detailed. I mean, they go – but they do it really well. They're like, all right, this is how he started. This is this. And this is – you know, they hit the prominent notes. It's almost like right. a watered-down VH1 behind the music without the sex, drugs, rock and roll killing everyone. This is a uh, – hey, this is why they're awesome. Uh, okay. And – you know, so forth. So I watch those every single artist. So I've watched a Phil Collins one before. And then they also have a series called Classic Albums. And these are great deep dives. And I can't recall okay. if it's, an, I think they are an hour long. So 44 minutes probably. And you can also buy these on Amazon and uh, Phil Collins face value. It's the making of face value. The, the, and it goes song by, not song by song, but it pretty much deep dives into songs. And the okay. albums as a whole, and inspiration, uh, process of making it. And for a nerd like me that loves behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, very much enjoy these. I don't think I probably recommended it enough when I talked about Pink Floyd on our last thing, that they made one for Dark Side of the Moon, and lots of other iconic classic albums. Of course, I have 50 of those on my DVR, and one of right. those is Face Value. So that is my strongest recommendation. If you're going to go do anything, it beat out all the podcasts to listen to of interviews and everything. I would just say, if you have a TV and you have access, go find face value or just buy it on Amazon. And I think I have a link on the website. So if, if people are into that, uh, face nice. value, classic albums. Um, of course, you might want to also listen to the 
you know the album first too so that, have that, that might 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 lay down a basis for you if that's that's probably seems like a prerequisite yeah, yeah. <laughs> well todd do you have um do you i mean do you have a favorite album we talked about your favorite song is is there an album that you would say oh this is you know the top phil collins album for you i would say i would go with the original face value it's it's got yeah. in the air tonight on it it's it's a solid album regardless you know kind of like you said earlier you know, with a lot of solo artists, their first albums, you know, they come out and they're kind of feeling, feeling their way around, finding their voice, finding their sound and stuff. Yeah. Phil Collins had, you know, albums upon albums with Genesis to do all of that. So he come, he comes out of the gate strong as a solo artist. Like it's, he's there. His, his, his original release, his debut solo album is, is top notch to me. And in all honesty, I think they kind of gradually work their way down the further on you go. Much yeah. like a lot of other artists where like, you know, okay, you've got that, that awkward initial period where they're finding their voice and then they, you know, sort of peak. And then as time goes by, it sort of, eh, sort of tapers off. He started off solo wise at that peak and it sort of tapered off for me. When I was looking through, through my rankings, you know, it, it, the star ratings chronologically kind of started to taper as time went by. So that, that, that's kind of how it works. Cause he, he did, you know, he starts off, he's got... You're right. It's it's not really pop. It's not really rock. It's kind of hard to say what genre he is other than good. Like, you know, well, um, that that is that is the exact issue I had yesterday when I was. So I wrote the I've talked about the albums and I went and wrote a paragraph or two about each album. And I'm just like, well, you know, it's not soft rock. It's not Chicago. It's not like it's not, you know. And it's in the same vein and the same time frame. Like, I can't say it's Peter Cetera, you know, singing love ballads. And it's definitely right. not hard rock, you know. No. And it's no. not classic rock. And I know it sounds weird um, during the time to call something classic rock, but you know what a classic rock sounds right. like. That would be like a oh, Jimi yeah. Hendrix or a Steppenwolf. Like, you, you just right. – it sounds classic, you know. Right. It, and you wouldn't say it's prog rock all the time. No. It's, it really is the truest form of pop. But it's also not like new wave. So I just was like, it is Phil Collins. Phil, there's an entire right. album, you know, <laughs> both sides, which is um, my, not my, my least favorite Phil Collins album. But it's only because every song sounds nearly the same. They're just yeah. real slow tempo. Well, that's, Phil Collins is kind of serenade and talking, but you that's, can't really. That, that was kind of my tell. vibe. Is yeah. it's, it's not bad. I don't hate this music, but I don't really love it. Like the later stuff is like, meh, it's okay. It's 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 not really my jam. I, I just prefer the older stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm that was my that was my whole thought process as well. And and so a lot of the albums get an okay treatment. And I did not rank a single one or two star it, for Phil Collins because he didn't just produce like. I mean, I guess I could have probably gave a couple things twos if I just wanted to say, yeah, this is a little too slow and I'll probably never listen. And I even make note. When you listen to a song, maybe for the first or second time, you say, all right, I could see myself being okay with this being on in the background. But as right. it shows up in playlists and you say, ah, I don't want to hear this, Skip, you, that, right. you're slowly taking and degrading the star ranking to the point right. where if I look and I say, all right, let's look at the most skips for the year and everything has pretty equal play time because I pretty much play shuffle. Right. And I see a song that's a three that has – 10 12 skips it should be downgraded to a two it probably won't right. get downgraded to a one right you know but 
so I could see that happening with some of these songs, but for the most part, he was just like hammering out, you know, three and four stars to me with, yeah. you know, I think he had eight, eight for me, he had eight ones or five stars. So, yeah. and, um, so, I mean, he, he produced a good, well enough. So to, to kind of move up my ranks as we go. So where does he end up in your, what, when, after all of the, the listens and the math, well, where, where does he end up now? He started off at, at what, what was it? 11th. Where is where is where does he end up now? He ended he ended up moving up to seventh with everybody we're talking about now, and he actually mm. beat out beat out Chicago, which you know if you ask me head to head, I probably picked Chicago because I love the Chicago hits a little bit more than Phil, but Phil's collective works uh, mm. okay. has has helped him. Even his low even his worst albums, you know, like the last album. If you're into Motown or like um, like soul music from like right. um, Detroit, I believe his last album is basically covers. Of those yep. types of songs, and if yeah, you I love that, that one. yeah, if you love that, then you're gonna go for it. But to me, it's like, ah, I mean, I'll take the originals, and I, the originals aren't the, my top of the list. Uh, but he slowly did kind of drop. You know, he was producing really, really good, and slowly went down. But they were still better than the collective works of a lot of these groups. So he moved from eleven to seven in our nor- nerdy, you know, math talks. Um, Sweet. So he, so he beat out some, he beat out some decent acts there and and gradually through time he'll kind of you know probably settle back to maybe where he's at i can't imagine he's going to be top 10 when it's all said and done he'll be top 30 maybe but you know there's a lot of artists and groups to go out here and let's face it oh yeah i could listen to genesis and be like oh crap phil collins led genesis is actually better than phil collins because i like the progressive sound more yeah see to me Uh, i think that's that's how that's how mine that's how mine's going to go. Like I, I enjoy Phil Collins as a solo, but I feel like I enjoy Genesis more, but that's, that's, that's just one man's opinion. Uh, yep. Todd, where did, where do you, so where does Phil Collins kind of rank in your overall grand scheme of the 11, 12 artists that we've done so far? Is he top of the pack, middle of the pack, end of the pack? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, without having the list in front of me, I'm going to go with the gut sensation of, of probably middle to lower middle. You, you made the Chicago Phil Collins match up earlier. I think he possibly beat Chicago in, in that matchup. He's probably ahead of Simon and Garfunkel, which I know makes you sad. And it's, again, no slam on Simon and Garfunkel. It's just with the ones we've talked about, they're currently rocking the bottom. I look forward to when we, we do some reviews here that, that someone will unseat them from the bottom slot so I have a new person mm. to compare folks to. Oh, yeah. To. Now I know that, who's that, going to do That'll be that. good. <laughs> I, I do, too. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there in a bit. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'd say of the, cause we're up at what 11 we've talked about at this, yeah, he's the yeah. 11th. I, I'd say he's probably somewhere in like the eight or nine slot for me. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that sounds fair. I would have guessed the same. I would like to leave you with my most iconic Phil Collins moments. Okay. So I'll tell sure. a little backstory here. So, uh, I went to Belmont college, Belmont technical college. I believe you were also yep. there for a little bit of time. Belmont technical college. Bit. It. Yeah. Um, so part of my curriculum there is I had a speech class and part of the speech class was you, you give speeches, um, maybe four or five different speeches throughout the, the quarter. They did it in quarters. Okay. And right. for some reason, this was probably 2004. So I was still fresh off my Phil Collins, uh, high school kind of fo- mode. We had to do a persuasive speech and, okay. uh, and for some reason I decided to make my speech on why uh, we should have a designated holiday towards Phil Collins. <laughs> mind you, mind you, these people, the, the class filled with, you know, 10, 15 people, 
uh, it varied in age, would get up and give speeches on, you know, like very normal things that you would say, oh, I'm going to convince you why you should buy this product, or I'm going to convince you why we should have, you know, an extra, you know, an extra hour off during the day for work or something, something like that. And I start uh, straight up there go, all right, Phil Collins deserves a national holiday. And I actually found my notebook that um, that I use. Now, granted, I will leave it, leave it with this. I received A's in every single one of my speeches because they were so nice. off the wall. Uh, right. Some of the other speeches that I gave during that that tenure was a great men with beards, <laughs> which which I, I took the liberty of beards. And just to say I used people like Chewbacca, Yosemite Sam. Um, uh, and then I also did one with celebrity feuds, which by meaning celebrities, I was pitting people like Satan versus Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, the Arby's, the Arby's, um, the Arby's glove versus the hamburger helper glove, uh, Bigfoot versus Loch Ness. Um, I also told a story about the vent gnomes. If you're not familiar with the vent gnomes, these are the little creatures that come out of the vents at night and cut you. And when you wake up and say, where did I get this cut from? It's the vent gnomes. And I told the, <laughs> the historical tale. And of course I told Phil Collins and I have, um, I only have a screenshot because obviously everything's packed up because we're in midst of move. But I do actually right. have the notes that I had. And I have here things like Phil equals positive role model, uh, Brother Bear soundtrack, um, <laughs> radio stations and TV play. Uh, let's see here. Holidays make people happy. Happiness equals Phil Collins. Um, Phil Collins <laughs> hits all demographics. I guess Phil Collins also must have like um, rapped with, I think, Bone Thugs and Harmony and did like a collaboration. Oh, so so oh, I was just saying, okay. like, you know, he's a crossover genre because he can hit the kids. He can hit, you know, um, all types of <laughs> walks of life. Everyone likes Phil Collins. And then I guess at the end of the year we were going to have and it only has it only occurs on leap years. It looks like. OK. And OK. Everyone was going to dress like Phil. Oh, no, we're going to have competitions for look like Phil competitions uh, during the festival in which everyone goes. And then we um, it ends with in the air tonight on stage. Uh, so, yes, I still believe that to this day. You know, my ranking of Phil Collins might have changed slightly, even gone up. But I still believe that there is a good a good possibility or we are missing an opportunity here to not have a Phil Collins, a uh, holiday de de designated towards Phil Collins. But that was my speech. And that was probably my most iconic, uh, probably the most besides today that I've ever talked about Phil Collins in, in one sitting. So <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 boy, I wish I could have seen or heard that. That sounds amazing. Oh, my speeches um, were dumb. My, they were so stupid. But I, I think well, it, no, I, I did the same thing. I don't want, I don't want to, you know, hijack the podcast. We can talk off offline. But yeah, every every English class or speech class I had, I went off the wall. Also, so good. That, that, well, that that brings warmth to my heart. Much I like say we National table that Collins for a, Day would. Yeah, we'll table that for another <laughs> podcast episode. I think that's a good idea. We could talk about some of the ridiculous things that we did in speech and or uh, English class. So. Um, I had a good time talking about Phil Collins today. I think he is somebody that everybody should check out. Might not be your jam, but uh, in the air tonight will be your jam. And I better see those hands moving when we, oh, yeah. you know, get to the drum part. Exactly. Well, fantastic. And thank you, Eric, for all of your diligent research and quality information. Anyone who's who's looking to to follow up on any of that should head on over to musicranked.com. Uh, where Eric has compiled all of his notes for your reference. Thanks again, Eric, for, for all of your insights. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us. And thank you, Phil Collins, 
for being you. Yes. One day we will have a holiday. Uh, until then, we'll all just have to celebrate, you know, silently in our hearts. Thank you, listeners. And uh, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Thank you.